As Jack maneuvered through the crowded sidewalk, he caught a glimpse of the shadowy figure who had been stalking him for months. He ducked behind a newsstand to get a better look at it. The shadow transformed into a man and was leaning against a brick wall across the street, the collar of his black trench coat raised to conceal his dark face. Jack tried to make eye contact with the man, but the glacial wind sank its teeth into his eyeballs, forcing a blink. One blink, and the shadow man was gone. He hailed a taxi and looked around once more, but neither the man nor his shadow were in sight. After giving the driver the address to his girlfriend's apartment, he leaned his head back against the headrest. Fear from seeing the shadow man clearly for the first time still pulsed in his ears as he struggled to keep the tiny bubble, which was forming in front of him, from growing any larger. The last thing he needed today was to create a portal. He cupped his hand around the bubble to shield it from the taxi driver's rearview mirrored stairs. Fortunately, this time, the glowing sphere hovering in front of him became no larger than a marble before dissipating. He took a deep breath and exhaled, slowing the palpitation still knocking against his chest, then pulled a velvet box from his pocket and opened it, rubbing his thumb across the diamond ring inside. Being stalked wasn't the only thing that had Jack on edge today. Last night, when he called Cadence to invite her to the symphony, he feared she might guess his intentions. He smiled, thinking about their phone conversation. The symphony? Of course I'll go, she said. I've been wanting to do something fancy all year. Then you'll be needing a fancy dress. Maybe the gold one you were eyeing last week. You didn't. Through his phone, he heard muffled shuffling and a few high-pitched squeaks. He could almost picture Cadence doing a happy dance. You bought those tickets just to see me in that dress, didn't you? It's a good-looking dress. Tonight's proposal had been a long time coming, and he was fairly certain he had pulled off making it a surprise. Suddenly, the cab squealed to a stop, lurching Jack forward. What's going on? he asked the cab driver. The driver honked the horn repeatedly. Some idiot is standing in the middle of the street. Jack looked up. The shadow man was standing in front of the taxi's hood. As the driver laid on the horn, he slowly walked around to the back seat door on the driver's side and got in. The man slammed the door behind him and said nothing, but Jack heard his thoughts. We need to talk. Cab's occupied, the driver said. Get out. With his stalker now seated right next to him, another more imposing jolt of fear coursed through Jack. He scrambled out of the taxi and ran down an alleyway, faintly hearing the taxi driver's protests for him to stop above the horns and motors behind him. Stupid, he thought, as he took in the grime and graffiti of his surroundings. It was not an alleyway he wanted to walk down in his best suit. Jack decided he might have been safer in the cab. Besides, had he not bolted, he might have at least found out who the guy was and why he'd been following him off and on for the past three months, ever since the portal formations began. After all, the shadow man had just communicated with Jack through his thoughts, so he must have known Jack could hear them. But how? The man had to be a telepath, too. Until now, Jack had never met another person who could hear thoughts like he did. Maybe the shadow man had answers about his other abilities, too. 
Now that the portal formations were becoming more difficult to control, he needed answers. He needed to take the risk and go talk to the Shadow Man. Jack turned around to make his way back to the busy road, but a tatted group of thugs was walking toward him, three of them scowling and two others smiling. You lost, white boy? A bald-headed man with a tattooed neck called out. No, he's just here to sell us insurance, joked another who was grinning the most unfriendly grin Jack had ever seen. The men laughed as they swaggered closer. I don't want any trouble, fellas, Jack said, slowly backing away. Looks like you was running from it, the smiling one said. He took a few more steps backward. Bad cab ride, that's all. I'm just trying to get home. 